0: We're going to speak to a legend very shortly. Mark Woodford is in town. He's been back in Australia covering the Australian Open tennis. A lot of people sending text messages through. If you're at the trial match back in 91 on this day, February the 1st, we'd love to hear 8223 0000. We might have to find Brad... A prize, he said. The first crows trial match Rowie, coincided with the Perth Ashes Test Day One. I'm stuck in traffic. England lost their third wicket for 191. We're all out for 244. Remember being stuck in the car in traffic, listening to wicket after wicket fall.
1: Cheers, Brad. That is a great memory. We'll send you to power. So he clearly wasn't listening to five double A. (laughs) Fifty dollar voucher
0: to Parafield Airport liquor store. And I want to thank Andy Kay, too. So we sent, uh, we played the audio. Andy Kay did the report from Football Parks. So yes, he did. He just heard the end of that. And he also was very nice to send us through a list of every Australian Winter Olympian. Because, of course, you can see the Winter Olympics on Channel 7 live oh. and free. Opening oh, ceremony
1: on Friday. We'll be all glued to the telly. I want to watch it. I support them. That's what mean, saying, no.
0: That's on us that we don't know the Winter Olympians because we don't follow alpine skiing mm. and that regularly. But once you well, get behind, you're a chance to win a medal or do well. You're all over it. So we'll see how that plays out. Fingers crossed we can add to the five gold medals that we have previously.
1: Let's go to our next guest. He's one of the two Woodies. He's our very own. He's an absolute star. Speak of Mark Woodford. Mark, good afternoon.
2: Uh, good afternoon, guys. I'm looking forward to the Olympics as as well. card I hope we can bring home a bunch of gold. Huh?
1: Well, talking about Olympics, you won a gold. What was that in the 96 Atlanta Games?
2: Yeah, good memory. Yeah, it yeah. was. That was, uh, yeah, came, came away with a, a gold there. And then, I uh, saw so it would have been nice to have, uh, finished with a, with a gold as well in Sydney. But
1: hey, I, I'm not, uh, I, do not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we're going to get on to the special case and, and the tennis. But while I've got you, because you are an Olympian, I said earlier I wouldn't go if I was a, um, an athlete to the, um, the Beijing Chinese Olympics. You've mm-hmm. been you know how special it is would you go would you support it
2: i look uh, i i mean the, the, the uh, I, I i get spotlight on on china and what what's happening with and look there's that tennis connection obviously with peng Shui. so um it it does raise con- uh, you know everyone's uh, eyebrows yeah. on the, and, you know should they be going i i'm i'm more of the opinion of uh, for me personally is is sports you know politics i know that uh, you know, we can all take a stand and a position. Um, but but I, I just think I, you know, in regards to the Olympics, there been any controversy, you know, for Atlanta or Sydney, I, I still would have tried to compete. I think that can speak more volumes um, than than perhaps stepping out. Um, that's, you know, not everyone's going to agree with it, but for me, I think I'd go and uh, see if there's, uh, you know, something you can accomplish um, by going and being united as the athletes.
1: Yeah, well said. Um, your tennis royalty, Hall of Fame doubles player, Woody. Um, I'm going to start with a special case. It yep. was a special win. Talk us through it.
2: Oh, I mean, it was, it was quite remarkable. I mean, for to, to, to them uh, to start the tournament, um, probably with that idea that they're just there to win a couple of matches and supplement their singles. And that's, you know, I think the, the view of a lot of top singles players when they're uh, arriving at grand slams, and they just want to get that little extra match practice. Um, uh, but Tanasi and Nick have got this incredible talent. We all know that, uh, and they're a dangerous pair. Um, they don't have to practice doubles um, regularly. Um, they're singles talent you know, it flows over into the doubles court. And and as they're going along, playing at home, beating these doubles-only guys who are absolutely shattered uh, with all of the attention and having to play against such uh, a a solid tandem, uh, I think they just really panicked. And, you know, here's Nick and and Tanasi thrust into um, the semis and ultimately the final. I, I, I mean... Uh, they had to change their mindset because Mm. the longer they stayed in the tournament, obviously the the title was there for the taking. So I I hope they're aware that there's people, you know, like myself, I'm sure Todd, I mean, I I know that he was doing some some media about, you you know, that these guys are the favorites because of the unquestionable talent that they they bring to the course. And and yes, there's a ton of people, there's a ton of support. And when you're playing big matches and you've got, uh, a bit of crowd support behind you that can make a uh, maybe a two three point swing at mm. key moments, and um, and that's and that's what happened uh, um, for them. And and now they can call themselves Grand Slam champions because that's what we all set out to achieve. I mean, I know you try to reach number one uh, in the world. Uh, you know, there may be some other accolades, but but it's really important. I think uh, such a, a feather in your cap, they can say we're Grand Slam champions.
1: Mm, it is terrific. Um, they don't exactly play what you'd call the classic strategic doubles game, do they? They look like yep. two singles blokes that have got together and their power game <laughs> and just blew the other Aussies off the court.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Look, the, and, and, and don't forget Max, their, their opponents, Max and um, Maddie, they, they are singles players as well. They just haven't had that same level of mm. success as Tanasi and um, and Nick, and I think that's why they also arrived at the final. Um, you know, Todd and I, singles was always the priority. We never, it was never a tournament where we arrived and just played doubles. So, um, I think it's, it shows that, you know, in order to accomplish great things on the doubles court, you should be playing singles. And if you're going to accomplish great things on the singles court, you know, I think you should be supplementing your game by playing some doubles, and uh, um, it was just fantastic. They are a danger. At the presentation ceremony, which was <laughs> a tremendous honour to be asked, uh, you know, to present the trophies, uh, given that we were the last pair to, to, to win, um, I, I whispered over to, to well to Todd, heard me before, but to Craig, and I said, I hope these guys realise. They could win other slams, and they don't have to play other, you know, week in, week out. They can really pick and choose, be yes. so selective, but that's the quality that they bring to the doubles court. They're a dangerous pair.
1: Yeah. You're a proud South Aussie. We'll concentrate a little bit on Thanasi Kokonakis. Played out of his skin. Isn't it great to see? He's had some adversity, that lad. He's, he's got some talent.
2: He, he does, he does, and I, I, I was extremely uh, disappointed that I, you know, I, I wasn't able to get home to get get my plans in order to be here for, you know, those two weeks in Adelaide. But uh, you know, I was watching, you know, back in the US and uh, watching his progress. Of course, always, you, you know, wanting to see other South Australians, this next generation come mm. through, and um, you know, it was fantastic to see him handle uh, the pressures. There are pressures when not only when you just step onto the court, but you're under the spotlight when you play at home. What was sensational was to see the smile on, on Tanasi's face mm. in Adelaide 1, and then obviously the success that came with Adelaide 2. Uh, I, I mean, that's what he needs. But he's still, there. there what, what he has struggled with before, that, that that expectation that he puts on himself, it's going to still be there now. It's just a matter of whether he... Can handle it in a in a, a, a stronger way, or he's better equipped um, to to face what comes with being a professional. Who really week in week out, you need to arrive and you've got to be ready to play.
1: Mm. What about Rafa? His twenty first title. Oh goodness me! Uh, he he uh, you, you
2: know it kind of <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, takes your breath away. Uh, I, I mean, and I. I think I said uh, on air with SEN, that was like, what the heck? I, I mean, here's this guy that, you, you know, was was barely, you know, functioning uh, a number of months ago and uh, struggling with COVID as well. And and he arrived and, you know, the, I mean, what, what can you say? I mean, this record of Roland Garros wins is never going to be beaten. Um, and even though he's now clinched 21 Grand Slams. There's still, for the moment, I think he deservedly should be titled the greatest of all time. Yes. This is the, this is the what I think separates the, the three of them because they all can put their hands up, whether they're the greatest clay quarter, the greatest hard court or the greatest grass quarter, et cetera, might be. But, you know, it really is going to come down to, I think for me, the, the tally of Grand Slams. And for the moment, Raf has got his hands around it nice. and, I, and I think we should be calling the greatest of all time. I think there's more of the storyline to be played out. Clearly this is going to uh, motivate Novak um, as, as long as he can get back into play some of these uh, slams. But just uh, um, yes. I mean, how in the hell does he do it? From two sets of love down, and then Bobby's
1: giving away. No, <laughs> <What? laughs> it was great, but equally as good. I'm going to save the best for last. Our very own Ash Barty had made an Aussie Open win, one five down, and won that second set with that steely resolve. I've said it a number of times, Woody. You're the same. You made me proud to be an Australian. Patty Rafter made me proud to be an yep, Australian. Please. She makes me proud to be an Australian. She, she, uh, she she's.
2: She is so Australian. I think when I when I'm describing her, uh, if I'm if I'm covering tournaments overseas, and you know, and I just kind of say she's she is so Australian. She's just so laid back. Her feet are so grounded, and she she's like uh, the promotions that she's done. Is so she's she's a happy little vegemite. I mean, I mean uh, she she has. Uh, I mean the last twelve months handling. You know, the, the, the pressure, the spotlight of winning Wimbledon has really prepared her, uh, for, you know, the victory at the Australian Open and, mm. and without, without taking anything away of the US Open, uh, you know, that, that was a, a slip up, and, but she didn't play badly there. She forced Shelby Rogers to play at a high level. And, and when you're the best, when you're the best out there and, and you suffer a loss, it's. I don't think you fear it. It's not that that you you don't fear losing. It's you. You're aware that you actually force your opponent to play above themselves. Mm-hmm. And I. F- I think that's what happened at the U.S. Open. But you know, it, people, the the ladies that she's coming up at to the Australian Open and then the draw, they're still talking about it. It's not like Ash has just come onto the scene over the last twelve months. She's been there for a while. But now they're just. They can't find a chink in her armour. She's standing tall. She's standing above them, and she deserves the title.
1: Yeah, well said. Uh, good to hear you're home and safe and all that. How's COVID been with you? Woody living in the yeah. US. Have you dodged it? I
2: dod- dod- dodged it for majority of the time. We did. We did. My family, my wife, and my daughters. We did have it. Uh, November of 2020 which wasn't uh, didn't didn't knock us uh, too badly Good. but uh, we've we've recovered and uh, um, but like you said i'm I, i'm thrilled to be home and to be uh you know staying staying with uh, family and uh, I hope i'm going to get a, a tour of the new facilities because i was sitting back as i said watching the adelaide tournament and uh, uh, kind of I, I was really down that i i wasn't there and uh, you, you know to, to help out after so many years but I'm kind of a bit proud as well because I know that we focused on trying to to have the government, um, you know, uh, provide funding along with Tennis Australia to improve the facilities. And it looks so great. Uh, It looked great flying over the top of it on Monday when I I flew in. So I'm hoping I can get to a a tour over the next few days as well. you're a
1: big part of that. I'm sure you will, Woody. Thanks for your time. Uh, great talking to you guys. Mark, just before you go, did you
0: bring your walking top with you? Can we expect to see you pounding the pavement in that navy blue top of yours?
2: Uh, in the, in the Carlton Guernsey, yeah. mate? It's, oh, actually, I did I did not bring oh. it with
1: me. This, this interview <laughs> we'll we'll just it deteriorated. A, then, well. I didn't know you were a Carlton. Man, how the hell did that happen, Woody? <laughs>
2: I've, been, I've always had an SAF uh, NFL team. So the, the base, the Glenelg team's always been my team. But when it amalgamated, when oh. in a jump ship, a... Uh,
1: you know what? <laughs> haven't you heard of the Crows? So Woody walks yet. around
0: in uh, California or Los Angeles there with a Carlton top on that no, has Woodford across the back.
1: He does, don't you, Mark? <laughs> no, you've gone down the run a couple of tads for me, Woody. <laughs> hey, Sorry, Mark. Number,
2: number, two, number two team is the Crows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You, you <laughs> saved yourself at the last hour. Welcome home, Woody.
0: <laughs> well done, mate. Guys, great. So good mate. man. There he is. The great Mark Woodford
1: his covering record, the Oh, His record. It's you know he won his first... If, if this is from memory. He won his first doubles grand slam. It was the US Open. Guess who his teammate was? I reckon it was Patrick McEnroe. Is that right? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. Is that right, Woody? Are you there, Woody? John McEnroe. Ma- John McEnroe.
2: John McEnroe. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Get uh, that, out of uh, town. Hey, it, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been you know able to win all these other titles uh, with with Todd and a, a handful of others if it if it wasn't that opportunity yeah. uh, it, it was uh that that was you know look I got to play with the best there in men's doubles with John McEnroe I got to partner the best in mixed with Martina Navratilova mm-hmm. and I had one heck of a a partnership with Todd so well. I've been, I've been yeah.
1: so blessed. You have 89, that, was and you? you? won five Grand Slam titles in the mixed doubles. Yeah. You're a star, Woody. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <All> right, <go. laughs> Thanks. See you later. I'd you have taken one of them.
0: And I tell you what, they would still beat the Curios uh, Kana- kokonakis connection right now. I think. They would. Woody's. Oh, they'd flog them. Yeah. What did 56. I say?
1: Patrick McEnroe. Who's sure. Pat, Pat His McEnroe? Brother.
0: Is his brother, John Mecker. Mac- hey, Mac- I love John Mecker. Just Mac- before the break, you mentioned Ash Barty before. I saw this stat, could not believe. Yeah, Ash Barty made $4.5 million in endorsements last year. $4.5 mm. You think, mm, not bad, number one, just won the Aussie Open. Mm. How much do you reckon Naomi Osaka
1: made? Oh, $20 million. She's from 76 Japan. Yeah, there you go. Oof. She's the highest paid athlete in Japan.
0: $76 million. More
1: than a sumo wrestler. Versus Four. Yeah. For the lady who has now won well, it, it all. It, it's to do with population, I isn't know. it? Amazing.